It's the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside, try to slam it home, and Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is, cut for the touchdown! Merrill for the lead, he's got it! What's up, Aggie Nation? It's time for a Big Blues Day episode of the Hive Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. You can follow me on Twitter, at USUTheRightBlue, because, you know, I'm always repping the Aggie Dark Blue. Um, Before we get started today, I just want to make sure that you're doing what we need you to be doing and just follow us on all three social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search at the T-H-E Hive, H-I-V-E, Sports. So the, the Hive Sports, and you can stay up to all, today on all of the Aggie news that you need to know about. Um, we, we've had giveaways in the past for jazz tickets and other Aggie stuff. So, so yeah, we definitely want you to be following so you can stay up to date. If you go to thehivesports.com, you can stay up to date on the Aggies and all the other sports in the Beehive State. We're working, um, we're looking to ha- get more and more Aggie, Aggie coverage. There's just there's been a lot going on. We we've got a lot of the other schools and jazz, but 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 we we definitely want to get that coverage and and this is this is like if you prefer listening, you can listen to this podcast every Tuesday. Just make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify wherever you're listening. Especially especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can give us a five star rating and review, and that really helps improve the searchability of the podcast. So so make sure to do that. But today, before we get started, we're going to talk about an Aggie in the Super Bowl and what a, what a big deal that was. Then we're going to talk about basketball. I know it, it, there were some tough losses, but we can see what the overall resume looks like and just, and just kind of analyze basketball this week. And the last little segment, we're going to take a, a minute to debate whether USU is a football or a basketball school. So... It's all coming up on a post-Valentine's Day episode of the Hive Sports Podcast on February 15th, 2022. All right, so now as we get, we're getting this started, I just finished watching The Jazz, and my, my wife, of course, was watching The Bachelor, so I had it as fun as that is for a Valentine's Day. I, I had to take some, a minute to talk with you guys, because I, I love you guys. It's going to be a short episode, you know, I, I, I'm sure as a lot of you know, I, I, I'm recording on a... Uh, Monday night, which happens to be Valentine's Day, so g- gotta um, spend spend quality time um, with, with with everyone, with my family here, with, with my wife and my, my daughter. Um, got her down for, to bed, but I, I love you, Aggies. So gotta gotta get get the word in on on my thoughts on the Utah State Aggies, one of my favorite, well, my favorite team. You know, I I went and put four years of tuition in, into it, so I'm I'm an Aggie for life. Like, yeah, I love the Jazz, I love other teams, but um, the Aggies are something I've been, I've invested in and has become a part of me. Just, I, I lived in Logan for a long time, and even though I'm living in Utah County, I just, I just want to say I, I love you guys. Um, hope, hopefully you had a good Valentine's Day, but getting into the other holiday, not, well, not, not just another holiday, but the day before Valentine's Day, we had the Super Bowl, right? So we had the Los Angeles Rams 
versus the Cincinnati Bengals. So there was a lot of Utah ties on the on the Rams side. There were uh, three Utes and a Weber State Wildcat. On the Cincinnati Bengals, we had an Aggie, Jalen Davis. Now, I don't think he got a ton of playing time. I know he's been on defense and gotten a couple tackles in his career so far, but he had that injury, and we've, we've been tracking it um, as much as we could. I don't quite... I, it's it's hard to tell like how much playing time he's getting from from special teams. Um, from what I and others have seen, I don't think he got much if if, if any. Um, and but but his Bengals were very close to pulling it out, but um, the Rams just got a couple couple breaks. But to, to the Bengals' credit, they they got a couple of breaks early with with that offensive interference. Um, just the sh- the shove. Um, I think it was on Jalen Ramsey or something, but, but yeah, it was back and forth and it was a narrow, narrow victory for the home team. Yes. The Rams were at SoFi, SoFi stadium, SoFi stadium, <laughs> um, forgive me. But, um, one thing that I thought was funny, a lot of you Aggie fans and I were, we were all tweeting that, Hey, the Aggies won a bowl game in SoFi stadium before anybody else did. So so props to the Aggies for 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 winning it. Um, and so now the the LA Rams. Congrats! You can say you're the second team ever to win a bowl game in your own stadium. <laughs> it's it's just fun to see um, how special the football season the Aggies had. And and I know it, it's always fun to see an Aggie get a a Super Bowl ring, right? We we saw Darwin Thompson get it a couple years ago. He only got one carry and. Didn't quite get much, if at all, any yards. He, he they got stuffed, but but the Kansas City Chiefs two years ago won it, and I think he was kind of waved, but then got back on. But then the Chiefs, we know they lost to the Bengals, so we had Jalen Davis in the Super Bowl. Either way, we were getting an Aggie in the Super Bowl, but um, hopefully we'll get to see some other great performances. I think back on on some of the great Aggies that were played in the Super Bowl. I'd say Bobby Wagner. I mean, he was part of the Legion of Boom, right? So I think he had four or five tackles in the Super Bowl. Um, but overall, Bobby Wagner ha- has just been a great player. Um, he's had a lot of Pro Bowls, and he's one of the last players from that original Legion of Boom. He's just uh, kind of the quarterback of the defense, the middle linebacker. So, uh, so yeah, it'll be cool to see in future Super Bowls. As long as we keep getting Aggies in the NFL, Aggies just got to keep working hard. Um, in my opinion, it, as long as you win a Super Bowl, it doesn't matter how much playing time you get. I know Robert Turbin, I believe, also won a Super Bowl with the those Seattle Seahawks. He didn't. He, I mean, obviously he was behind Marshawn Lynch, so he didn't get many carries at all. But you know, in my opinion, any time an Aggie can be even be in the Super Bowl, that's that's awesome. I mean, uh, I I had my BYU podcast yesterday. I know a lot of you guys, yeah, don't aren't quite on fans of them but 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 one thing that that BYU didn't have I, I, we know that they had their head to head that they're gonna chirp about till the end of time but but the Aggies um Utes and Wildcats like I was saying had um players in the Super Bowl so so, so that's kind of cool so that's something we can celebrate and but but not a lot to talk about here it's just going to be kind of a a quick Valentine's episode um so Moving on to basketball, so a couple rough losses 
So the, so the Aggies really could have used a win this week and played Wyoming really tough in Wyoming. There there were a couple of crazy plays at the end, and then the Aggies took it to overtime, and then in overtime they lost 78-76. to So if we fast forward to the second half, it was just kind of seemed to go back and forth. Um, Graham Ike, he's like, so, so they have a two guys, Maldonado and Ike, and they're just uh, the high-scoring duo in the country. I think they combined have a combined average of like 40 points a game or, or more. So he, he got fouled with 17 seconds. We, or he, he made the, the free throws, and so it tied it at 68 apiece. So the Aggies had 17 seconds. They didn't, they didn't want to hit a shot too early, but what ended up happening is they, they were too late. They didn't get a shot off in time. And even though they got it off, it just didn't wasn't really close. I think it might have grazed the rim. But and then in, in overtime, yeah, it was tough with with some foul trouble. Um, but but yeah, it it, it was um, tied. Ryland Jones made a layup. It was seventy six seventy six, and then Ike made a layup with two seconds left, and and then Ryland Jones miss, missed the layup at the, at the very end. It was just kind of a last second desperation thing but um overall in that game it, it was a really tough loss that that would have been a, a big quad one victory that would have helped the Aggies but um Horvath led the way with 20 points in that game Bean had a double double with 14 points and 11 rebounds uh Ashworth also chipped in 16 points so so pr- pretty good game but I mean the success is determined in wins and losses as far as the selection committee goes and so we we were before this game we were kind of on the next next four out kind of just on that bubble but just just got in, in further and further away from the bubble and then we just totally went off the bubble in our next in our loss at home to Nevada Nevada's not a not a great team this year they're like ten and thirteen so we we lost eighty five seventy two I I was actually at the Jazz game that night so I was peeking at it but um yeah Cam- Cambridge went off for 27, and Sherfield went off for 24. So who knows? Nevada, if they get healthy, and I don't think they'll do much this year, but I think in future years we might see the return of Nevada basketball. They they haven't quite been what they were since um, that 2019 year. That they've, they've had some decent runs, but I think they got upset. I remember them being a three seed and getting upset by Wyoming that the same year that we were there. So right after we saved off an upset attempt from New Mexico, then the Nevada got upset and they just haven't been themselves. So this year they're one of the bottom tier teams. But I mean they split the season series with us. So we're one and one with Nevada, one and one with Air Force. Like those are two teams that just losses to them just kill kill our resume. I, I think you can afford to drop a couple to quad one teams. You're you're seeing it happen all around the Mountain West. There's three or four teams in the mix right now, and we're kind of on the outside looking in. Um, r- r- real quick, we'll look at the standings in a minute, but Horvath had 29 points, and Bean had 16 points, 9 rebounds, so just one shy of, shy of a double-double. So it was a good game overall, but, but I mean, individually, but yeah, overall, not, not super happy with the result. Um, we allowed... Nevada to kind of stay even killed with us on rebounds, which is something we usually have an advantage on. Both teams got 37 rebounds. Um, yeah, I, I, 
can't quite pin it. I mean, the three-point percentage wasn't great. Um, we were 26% from three, so it's just our shooting woes came back. You, you know, um, the Aggies have been pretty good at shooting for a while, but like um, Stephen Ashworth, when he's having two points and he's kind of been the spark plug, then, then yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. So we'll have to see how this team responds. There are... There is opportunities for quad one victories um, at San Diego State and at Boise State. So those are two of the tougher teams. I mean, Boise is Boise and Colorado are kind of at the top, and San Diego's a little bit behind. They're fifteen and six on the year, but it's always hard to play at their place. So it's at nine p.m. on CBS Sports. So um, it looks like they, it's saying they have a seventy-seven percent chance to win and. They've done better since since we, we beat them. We beat them by 18 points. I think they're going to be hungry, but if the Aggies can just sweep San Diego State, and then that's always sweet. You know, they're, they're always talking, but then it's nice to shut them up sometimes. Overall in the conference, we're 16 or 6 and 7, 15 and 11 overall on this season. Um, and we just have five games remaining. So I, I kind of had a tweet a while ago. I predicted that we would we would get 20 wins somehow this season. So we'll have to win every game in the regular season, or maybe maybe we don't. I mean, three three out of our, our last five games are tough. San Diego and Boise this week, and then, you know, Colorado State's going to be tough. But hopefully we can handle New Mexico. I mean, if we can't beat New Mexico at home, and then even San Jose at 7-17, like on the road, we got to be able to, to win those games. And then... Maybe 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 we still won one or two, or maybe even all all three. We'll we'll have to see. But um, I think anytime you can win twenty games in a year, that's great. Maybe that doesn't mean you're in the NCAA tournament every year. But I mean, an NIT in a, in a down year, there's no shame in that. Uh, the Aggies aren't in a, a league like the Big Twelve, Big Ten, where you can get a ton of teams in the NCAA tournament. Um, but the Mountain West is strong this year. To their credit, I mean. It's been a while since we've seen three, four teams in the Mountain West tournament, and and every year, I mean, there's been years where the the resurgence has happened, but then the Mountain West lo- loses games to some inferior teams. So if we can just avoid losses to the Air Forces and San Jose States of the world, then I think we we'll, we can see more Mountain West teams. Currently, the favorites, um, the Aggies seem like to be in the mix, but I think you're going to see Wyoming, Boise State. Colorado State, San Diego State are looking like they're getting closer. I I don't know if all of them are locks. I mean, they have to win against those inferior teams. Any remaining bad teams, they they got to beat. Like San Diego State can't lose to San Jose State or or that would be bad for them. Um but I mean, the Aggies really need to fight for that fifth fifth spot. I think it's going to be hard. We're two and a half games behind San Diego State in the standings. But um, we're only a game behind Fresno, a half game behind UNLV. So if, if we can do well against them, um, I, I think the Aggies can can get to that. If we can get to that five seed, then we can avoid playing on Wednesday. Because I, like I've said before, I don't think you're going to see a team win um, four games in four nights. I think that, that it'll be imperative that they get the, the first round by. And, and yeah, maybe you'll see a four or five matchup with... San Diego State. So Fresno, UNLV, Utah State really vying for that spot. I mean, UNLV, they, they have a couple tough games left. I mean, Colorado State, Boise State. So it's not going to get easier for them. So the Aggies just need to take care of business and 
and really try to steal games against some tough teams. Uh, the Mountain West, to their credit, it's tough. It's not like a, a cupcake league where, I mean, in, in the past, in some of the down years, it seemed like there were clear, it was just San Diego State, Utah State, and then everybody else, right? Because we've seen them in the in the Mountain West Championship the past couple times, and who knows, maybe you will see it, but it's going to be tougher because you might see San Diego State, Utah State, as as much as they've dominated, it might be a four or five matchup in the first round. So, so I'd love to see that. Um, I think it'd be a little bit harder to be a six eleven and then just have to, to, to do that. But yeah, we'll see what happens. But right now, I'm just hoping the Aggies can do well. I think there have been bright spots like that San Diego State win and and the Oklahoma win, which is currently teetering like between a quad one and quad two. That's that's really our only quad one win of the year because. San Diego State win was at home, so some of these road games really important to. If you can get some quad one wins on the resume, maybe doesn't mean you're a lock for the tournament, but it puts you more on the bubble. So it may maybe the Aggies win every game and, and losing the championship somehow to like Colorado State or or, or something like that. Would or Wyoming would would they be in the tournament? I I don't know. Maybe. So so we'll have to see. Um, it it would be tough. I think. The Aggies won the four five matchup, then they'd have to play the the pro, likely the top seed in in the the semifinals, right? So so yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see how what happens, but I'm excited to I'm excited to see what's in store for basketball. I, I love this time of year. We we got NBA All-Star game. We'll be talking previewing that on the Jazz podcast on Thursday, but um but but then we got kind of the bracketology. Uh, right now, I mean, be, uh, but before this week, I feel like USU was improving, and BYU was digressing. B- and USU had a higher net in Kampom. Now USU is a couple spots below, so I th- I think um, it's I think uh, at the start of the year, I thought that we'd see possibly three teams from the state of Utah in the, in the NCAA tournament. Now that's looking in jeopardy of even having any because it's just like those one big leagues, it's just tough. Anybody, like Weber State loses in the Big Sky tournament, and I don't think they think the NCAA tournament, they're they're in a one big league where they'd have to like win almost every game to just be a lock because of their strength of schedule. So um, b- between them and then, then yeah, B- BYU's, they have a week off, so then they they play St. Mary's, which is turning closer to a must-win game. If you look at the net, both BYU and USU are in the 50s, so um, USU has more chances. Like the the Mountain West having a, a strong strength of schedule really helps Utah State, and it's it's a league that they can win. I truly believe they've been really close in a lot of these losses, but Utah State. I mean, the one thing that kills is consistency. They need to be able to string several good wins, like in three nights. Which, you know, to their credit, they did that in the Myrtle Beach tournament and beat a good Oklahoma team in the championship. So I believe in this team. I just want to see more consistency. Um, lastly, we'll just debate this for a minute and then be done for this week. But is Utah State a football or basketball school, or are they Olympic sports school? Well. Um, they, their only championships have been in, I think, women's softball in the 80s. Um, I actually used to work with a lady who was on the the softball team after those championships. But um, 
but yeah, it's it's interesting to to debate. Um, I, I I know. I mean, I I feel like there's different eras, right? In the '60s, of course, with Merlin Olson for for a while, U, Utah State was one of the better teams. I mean, they were better than BYU until the '70s when former Aggie La- La- Lavelle came, and and then you, you know basketball has been traditionally pretty good with Wayne Estes, like in the '60s, like like. Uh, and then with Stu Morrill, you know, the, the the resurgence of basketball. At the same time, football can't, had a drought. And so now now it's hard to say. Now this year, I would say this year, USU has been more of a football school than basketball school, which who thought we'd be saying that last year after the Aggies have just been really good at at, at basketball and, and they were coming off a one-win season. But, you know, you had thrown new coaches. And I think Ryan Odom's done done a good job, but it's it's hard to keep replacing NBA talent, you know, the Aggies a couple years ago when they were winning those Mountain West championships, they had two, possibly three future NBA guys on the team, because who knows what will happen with Justin Bean's career, he's he's still like, he's he's a stud on on rebounds and points, and yeah, I'm excited, I, I hope I, that, um, next week, if we can string together some wins, it'll be a big game against... Um, Colorado State, like who knows? That might be a ranked matchup. Currently, if we look at the um, the basketball rankings, we have several uh, Mountain West teams at least that have votes. I mean, Wyoming is twenty second team in the nation right now at twenty one and three. They are in the top twenty five. Um, Colorado State has twenty nine votes. Um, it's Bo- Boise has three votes. So, so, so yeah, there's 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 people in the mix. So, we'll we'll have to see what happens. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited, but I would say overall, I would just just growing up in Logan since '98 when Stu started winning and football started started digressing. I see USU as more of a basketball sport, but that doesn't take anything away from football. Like, I think if you asked Aggies, like like football is a big ticket, and Aggies just desperately want football to be great. I mean. Football and basketball, right? We we'd like to win some tournament games, make it to the Sweet Sixteen. I'd love for football one year to make a New Year's Six. I, I mean, the football team has been ranked in the top twenty-five three times in the last decade: twenty twelve, twenty eighteen, twenty twenty-one. So you can make a case that that maybe in the last decade, USU has been better than football, and they've had some decades, but they just had a lot of those down years in football. Where I I think. Basketball has always been pretty good, um, at least regular season wise. That they, they they've had a lot of winning seasons. The the postseason, yeah, hasn't always gone our our way. I think we've had six total wins in the postseason in in history. So it'd be nice to get that monkey off our back, right? If um, at this point, I don't think the NIT is a guarantee, even unless like like we can't lose to San Jose State and we can't lose to New Mexico. But I think if we can beat them and, and maybe even still one, we'll be kind of on the bubble. We, we might be one of the last four teams in, first four out, um, just hovering there. I wouldn't mind seeing, and, I, and I've heard a couple of CBS sports announcers saying, Justin Bean, he's such a fun player. Like He would be a fun player to watch play in Dayton in the first four. Now with um, basketball being somewhat normal, you know, last year the Aggies were playing in Indiana in kind of their own bubble. So, so, you know how how the NBA did their bubble that which was what was much more it was much more enclosed in, in Florida, but 
But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But again, my answer is, as of now, I think it's basketball. But if the Aggies can keep being great in football, hey, I'll I'll take it. I, I've kind of grown up always, basketball is my first love. Space Jam, Utah Jazz, and the Aggies just have loved that. But I'm I'm loving football more and more every year. So I'm willing to change if, if Blake Anderson keeps doing what they're doing and winning championships. Um, who knows? Maybe one year they have like a one-two loss season. I mean, the the games that they lost this year, they lost big. So they they got to get bigger and and kind of so that they can offset some of those matchups. When because when they played the big physical teams like Boise, Wyoming, BYU, they they lost those games, but they won every other game. They finished in the top twenty-five. I think it was like twenty-three or twenty-four. Like so so yeah, it was around there. But yeah, props to the Aggies, and until next week, you know, just, I, I hope you keep finding things to be grateful for, you know, with Super Bowl, you can, you can be grateful for time with friends, family, football, <laughs> commercials, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I hope you all had a good Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, we'll, maybe we'll throw a question on social media. I know for the BYU, we did what, what would be your ideal BYU-related Valentine's Day present, but since you guys are Aggie fans, we got to ask you guys, so I might ask that, and then if you have any questions you want to DM us for future shows or articles, please let us know. Um, kind of kind of the, the question, the debate we have, we want to know your thoughts. Do you think USU is more of a football or a basketball school? So, so feel free to DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us, thehivesports at gmail.com. We're always um, looking to welcome more insights to the show. That's one thing I, I, I'd really like to hear hear more from, from you Aggies and just how we can keep improving this show. I'd, I'd love to get more Aggies on. Uh, if, if you want to be on the show, let me know. So until next week, I hope you have a good week and, and go Aggies. Thehivesports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. Thehivesports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at Thehivesports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out Thehivesports.com because we got the buzz.